Welcome to More Than Words, a podcast about treating the whole child brought to you by the Reading and Language Learning Center. I'm your host, Tristan, and today I'm joined by Jacobo Diaz to talk about living with dyslexia. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, and you? I'm fabulous. We're excited to have you here. I think this is a great yeah. a great topic to chat about. So yeah. why don't you just start by introducing yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are and all of that. Sure. So um Jacob, usually it's it's easier to call me. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm currently living in London. Uh, I've been living all around the world really with my family, uh Canada, London, Singapore. And um when I was younger, around nine, I was diagnosed with dyslexia ever since. I've been, you know, adapting my school life uh, and everything around it, around dyslexia. I went through the intervention process uh, back in Canada. I went through one Gillingham. And uh, yeah, now I'm a student um, developing a project to do with dyslexia. And um, yeah, dyslexia has been quite a big part of my life. Um, ever since you know I was struggling in the in school with especially uh, language and but really um, in general as well and um, after uh, getting some support and going through Warren Gillingham uh, yeah it's much better to do with school um, yeah. and now I focus more encounter more the positives to do with dyslexia so that's yeah, good. that's awesome cool so how did you start out like why how did you find out that you had dyslexia and like when did you find out yes yeah, so I was nine when I was living in Canada and I had been struggling for I want to say three four years now um with yeah mainly reading spelling you know the classic things but also in school in general thankfully my mom had a friend that uh, was working in a in a dyslexia school specifically for dyslexics and she suggested that um i went to a educational psychologist and you know see if i had dyslexia um so at nine i was diagnosed and um yeah i mean i guess the reason for that uh it was kind of clear that i was struggling with school in general for a while now um and uh thankfully yeah my parents had a a guiding figure towards right. yeah, being diagnosed yeah and so you said you were mainly struggling with school was there like a specific subject or anything that was yeah. harder for you uh any really at the beginning it was more english language and right. um but uh after and also history as well it's quite a mm-hmm. lot of writing and everything but yeah. um after a while it kind of i began to struggle with everything just as just because reading and and spelling is kind of connected with everything in school. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And so, did, once you finally like learned that there was something that was making you learn a different way and that was like there was a reason for your struggling, did you finally feel like relief? How'd you feel? Yeah, definitely. It was a yeah. big relief. Uh, not only because uh, there was a reason for it, but also because there was a way to improve. It wasn't like I was going to be struggling with that uh, forever. Yeah. Um, if I put in the extra work, which I definitely needed compared to some other students, I could, uh, yeah, be at the same level as them and, and not struggle as much with, with, um, dyslexia. Yeah. So definitely a relief in terms of, you know, wow, there's a solution for this, um, yeah. which was good. That's awesome. 
And I'm glad you looked at it that way too, because I think sometimes you don't necessarily feel like there's a solution, like you're little. So you're just like, oh, okay, like there's a reason I'm different yeah. or what have you, like however people decide to look at it. But that's a great way yeah. to view it. Yeah. 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 And you mentioned that you had intervention in Canada. So you did yeah. attend therapy. So what was, how was that? Did you like it? Was it easy? What's the deal? So I went uh, to lessons kind of once a week for around a year and a half and um it was so I had I encountered two different I guess tutors or teachers that that I went with um and my experience kind of varied Uh, Mm. a big part of the enjoyment was to do with the person that was teaching me um so with one of them it was amazing uh but with the other, I I didn't really enjoy the individual lessons as much, but I kind of, um, I struggled quite a bit in school that I, that I focused on. Yeah. Even though sometimes it took a while and it was quite repetitive, um, I focused on keep going continuously through the process and thankfully my parents, um, yeah, pushed me in that direction yeah. to get some help, but the enjoyment of the lessons was uh when it was done properly or when there was you know a good teacher behind was yeah very enjoyable enjoyable that's the word (laughs) yeah well that's good it is I feel like a lot of things especially with school is like very much teacher-based if someone because learning can be fun but sometimes like as adults we like forget that learning can be fun and we just are like well you got to do it so I'm glad you had at least one you know like you said teacher slash tutor someone that was um, making it a, an enjoyable process for you. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said before you were struggling in school and you started struggling in more areas. So once you found out you had dyslexia and you were working with people, um, to kind of like improve what happened in school after that? Uh, from a social point of view, I, dyslexia always made me struggle. Um, I think many people kind of view the academic struggles of dyslexia but sometimes miss uh, the impact that it has on your confidence mm-hmm. um afterwards when i yeah when i was diagnosed and i went back to school um for the next i, I guess half a year or a year i didn't really tell anyone about it to, yeah. like kids or, or people in my in my grade uh but teachers teachers uh knew and they they supported me in lessons especially uh they they knew i guess what i was going through so right. um they they kept that in mind but then also um around a year after i was diagnosed i moved to london and that was kind of a, a fresh start for me i could be more open or, or about my dyslexia you know so it wasn't really something that i was hiding um new friends new people new school so yeah, I could really just be open about it. And right. ever since here in London, uh, I don't really have an issue with it. Well, that's awesome. And yeah. so you said your teachers know, and did, do you have to like, now that, like you said, now that you're in London, do you have to advocate for yourself in the classroom? Do you go up and tell them at the beginning of the year, like, Hey, this is the deal. Like I'm going to need support in these ways. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the year, really, if I have a new teacher, um, definitely have to have that discussion kind of awkward at the beginning but um it helps a lot throughout the year just because uh yeah for example um, reading stuff aloud uh, not really 
uh, comfortable with doing that or or it can be impactful maybe in like some homeworks or, or work that I do. Um, so I have that discussion. But here in London, uh, compared with Canada, I don't know how it is in the US, but um, I feel like there's a lot more people in my uh, class that are dyslexic. It's quite a bit more open uh, okay. compared with Canada. It's something kind of normalized here in London. Um, yeah, so I feel, for example, when I came to London in the first, I don't know, month or so, I I had a friend that we already spoke about it openly together. And it was something, yeah, uh, I, I guess since since you're a little here in, in the UK, it's yeah something normal for kids. So from a social point of view, it's not as much of yeah, judging between right. between classmates. Uh, it's quite normal. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you have that experience because I'm sure a lot of kids here in the States can say like, you know what, I felt like I was going to be judged if I said it. And I'm, I'm sure people have, like you said, kind of in Canada, it was a similar experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know a ton of people from Canada that like have told me that they have dyslexia. So I can't speak to that, um, the comparison yeah. between the two, but I'm sure in the States, we have a hard time like getting the schools to say dyslexia most of the time. So I'm glad you have a better experience with it. And <laughs> we're all working yeah. towards, you know, advocating that people know dyslexia is a real thing. And, um, you know, we can work towards improving the way people are reading, writing and feeling about, like you said, like the social aspect too. Yeah. So you're at school and dyslexia is like, you know, impacting your work. So can you give some examples of how, how that has come about and like maybe before being diagnosed and after being diagnosed, can you give us examples of how it's impacted your work? Sure. I mean, after being diagnosed and after going through intervention, uh, it's definitely impacted me uh, much less in school. Yeah. But before uh, yeah, before being diagnosed, I especially remember uh, two main things. I, I'm guessing it's uh, the classic things, but really spelling everything phonetically. Really, I, I didn't really have any knowledge. Also, since English is my second language, I don't. It might have been a little bit uh, harder for me, but uh, that was a big aspect. And then to do with reading, um, my pace was extremely, extremely slow. Um, yeah. when reading uh, I was young very uh, so I can't really remember to the detail <laughs> right, but um, of course. Yeah, after being after going through the intervention it was definitely much easier um, to this day I yeah have, in school I definitely come across some struggles um, sometimes but uh, it's much better than before yeah what are the things that you do now that help you like succeed? So here um, we have some I don't know, adaptations in, in the lessons. Uh, I can use a laptop um, in history and really most subjects that are not really like uh, sciences or, or, or math. But that de definitely helps um, with the speed at which you write. For example, in exams, uh, it's quite slow to to think about things and then write them down. So on a laptop, that definitely helps. Mm -hmm. um, and then outside of school, uh, things that I read online and everything, something that's ex like I've 
uh, come across in the past, I don't know, yeah, year, and is extremely helpful is uh, it's called Speechify. So Speechify. it basically it reads out, um, for example, emails or or things that you read on a website. It reads them out to you, um, and it highlights the things as you go, so you can kind of follow along and also hear it at the same time. Oh, that's, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's I've definitely used that a lot um, lately. But in school, yeah, like I said, I don't struggle as much now. But a uh, laptop is definitely useful. And then uh, here in in London, we also get uh, extra time for exams. I don't know if that happens in the US. Yes. Um, yeah, so that that's also good. Um, but yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, there, there are a couple things that are similar. Um, and in the US, there's like different plans that you go in and say, these are like the things that we're going to need. And mm -hmm. um, teachers and parents like basically discuss what the accommodations will be, but that lo longer tests is one of them and um, laptops for writing and stuff is another one. Yeah. So that's awesome to hear that you have those accommodations as well. Moving over to the things you feel you excel at doing. And especially what you think dyslexia maybe helps you with. Uh, when I went through intervention, I heard from my teacher that um, dyslexics think in, in pictures. I oh. definitely, I don't know. I, de I definitely, uh, well, from my experience, agree with that. Um, but something that I come across quite often also with a project that I've been doing uh is uh i guess problem solving and the speed at which you come up with ideas for me um yeah. if i have an issue i have twenty thousand ideas that pop into my mind at once um and i guess uh, i've heard about the positives of dyslexic thinking but i can't i can't really compare with someone that's not dyslexic just i don't know right. i don't know what is it what it is to think inside of their brains um but but yeah um definitely to do with problem solving coming up with ideas um and creativity i guess you could say um yeah. with yeah different situations yeah, that's awesome problem solving is something that, that you know we try to be taught early but it doesn't always work for everyone so i'm glad you have that <laughs> skill <laughs> yeah um and so if you could go back in time tell your younger self like a message of maybe hope what would you say i'd say uh three three main things um main one is that was something that helped me since the beginning knowing that there's a solution or that even if you if you put in the extra work that that you might need um you will not struggle as much i mean now i don't really come across many many struggles um about to do with dyslexia in school mm -hmm. um that would be one uh the second one would be uh with my experience of things i'm doing outside of school i don't think you encounter the negatives or struggles of dyslexia as much outside of school obviously as, as school is not really made to teach uh dyslexics it might feel like a, a lot at the beginning but so far outside yeah outside um academically uh academic subjects in school i don't encounter the yeah the negatives as much 
And the third one would probably be um, from a social aspect, uh, just to find someone, uh, and this for me was a teacher in Canada, that uh, understood um, and that took it into consideration when uh, one being in lessons. Because I guess uh, it didn't really affect me a lot outside of lessons, although I was you know, judged um, by other classmates, but definitely someone that uh, is okay with it. I guess at a younger age, uh, kids will kind of pick on, pick on each other uh, a bit more. But but finding that friend for me or or teacher that was supportive is is really helpful. Yeah. And just something that really really helped me out was going through the intervention and getting all the struggles and not really encountering them as much afterwards. That's awesome. And I'm glad you found, uh, you know, like a friend or a supporter in your teacher. That's really important. So yeah. on that subject, would you like, what do you wish that your teachers would have known about dyslexia? Maybe the ones that like weren't as supportive. Yeah. I feel like um, teachers might know quite a bit about yeah, academic struggles about mm-hmm. dyslexia and how to support them in lessons, but uh, they don't necessarily know what it is to experience dyslexia in a classroom uh, mm-hmm. from, yeah, once again, a social or self-esteem point of view of the student. So I guess, even though it might be tricky, obviously, sometimes uh, would be to put yeah, put put yourself in the student's shoes um, when doing things in in lessons um, and see how they could be feeling or be affected by by what you're doing uh, from a social point of view. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. One more like dyslexia focused question, which is what does dyslexia mean to you personally? Uh, I guess dyslexia is, to me is something that made me struggle quite a lot when I was younger, but also, uh, yeah, like you said before, it's a, it's a different way of thinking that is not, uh, that is, that society is not uh, specialized. Uh, right. And for example, yeah, in school, they don't really focus on teaching dyslexics just because it might not be the majority of, of students. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is another way of thinking that has its negatives. But once you uh, target them or challenge the negatives, there are so many positives that at a younger age, I didn't really um, find. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in school or what you do in school through subjects, you you can't really identify the positives either. Um, I guess what has helped me to find the positive things that come with dyslexia has been things outside of school um, and uh, uh, meeting with people outside of school. That's definitely something that has opened my eyes. But yeah, it's a different way of thinking that it's not uh, really, that society doesn't specialize on, I would right. say. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, we can all spread the word about dyslexia and people can, yeah. you know, yeah. jump jump on board. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Yeah. And so lastly, we heard you're working on an app. So can you talk about that? Sure. Um, so it's been... A little bit over two years now since I started yeah working on this app the idea is to 
take the intervention process that was the main thing that helped me with dyslexia and overcoming the struggles and um, putting it on an app in a digital format that takes the activities and exercises that you do with a tutor and puts it in short bite-sized lessons with gamification features around it. We plan also to bring the intervention process to every dyslexic. Um, Something that I realized when I was going through the intervention was that um, two main things, main one being the big cost. Thankfully, my parents were, were able to, to, yeah, put me into tutoring, but uh, many dyslexics don't have the opportunity to do that. Um, So with that, we're, yeah, we're trying to, to put the intervention process in an app that is fun for all dyslexics. And that allows every dyslexic to go to get the support that they need for their struggles. Um, That's, that's, that that was the main mission. And yeah, yeah, for the, since we started, we've done some pilot testings. We've iterated the app quite a few times because it really was not perfect at all at the beginning. (laughs) Um, We've done four iterations um and uh now we're, we've almost finished the funding round to help us develop all the app and take it to the next level that's awesome and so what yeah. is the app called activate so activate. i came up with a name just after developing yeah yeah starting to develop the idea i guess it's kind of what many dyslexics need just an, an activation right. uh, <laughs> of of their uh, positive signs of dyslexia. That's very cool. And so um, you said it's called Activate and you're working on like, you know, getting all of the the funding and the stuff solidified. So where can people like go find any details on it if people want to help fund and stuff like that? So we have a landing page um, that we, we just made a new one. Um, it's called activate-learning.com. Okay. Uh, so that's where they can yeah, sign up to participate in the next pilot uh, and give us feedback to continue improving um, awesome. the app. And yeah, learn a bit more. Contact us if, if they are interested. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to share about the app in particular? Uh, yeah, we've been putting quite a lot of work into it, uh, been able to build a good team, and hopefully we can we can make the mission come true in uh, yeah the coming years mm-hmm. and help as many dyslexics as possible. We're trying yeah. to yeah, bring the intervention to all and uh, do it in a fun way. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's a fantastic mission. So, I mean. We're we're rooting for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And anything else you wanted to add about, you know, like living with dyslexia or anything else for the day? I'd say, I don't know, if they're uh, younger dyslexics or maybe parents that want to share this. Um, as a young, yeah, young student with dyslexia, maybe uh, under 10 years old or so, or so, it's very difficult to see dyslexia as a positive thing. Uh, you go through many things in school and you don't see a solution. You might, even if you don't uh, know that you're dyslexic yet, it might um, even be worse. But as you get older and as you go, I guess, through the school system, uh, you 
not only um, adapt around dyslexia and the way that you think more, but you, yeah, you begin to to encounter the positives a lot more. So to parents, I would just say it's definitely a struggle at the beginning, but um, have patience and hopefully uh, you'll see it as a positive soon. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. This was amazing to hear. Yeah, it was amazing to hear your story and also about this really cool app that you're working on. Like, yeah, such an amazing mission. And also, like, the fact that you're working on an app and you're still in high school is really crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know many people that can say that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to the audience for listening. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a little rating and review. It helps other folks find the podcast and we'll chat with you next time.